Welcome to our second Fair Trade Podcast. I hope you're doing well. For the new people, my name is Alba. I'm from Spain and my major is finance. I played tennis at San Thomas Aquinas College. Today, I have with me Joel and Vera. Hi, I'm Vera. I was born in Spain and my major is business management. Hello, guys. I'm Joel. I'm from Switzerland and I'm majoring in business management. So today we're going to talk about how fair trade is a good method and what other alternative approaches we have to fair trade. Vera, can you start by listing all the benefits of fair trade? So fair trade has a big amount of benefits that include better price for producers, better working conditions, empowerment of marginalized groups, promotion and sustainability, community development, and consumer awareness. Joel, could you explain what it means by better price for producers and empowerment of marginalized groups so the listeners can understand better? Yes, so the unequal power dynamics that frequently exist between producers and purchasers on the international market are addressed by the fair trade model. So the fair trade groups assist in ensuring that producers obtain a regular income and may invest in their companies and communities by setting fair prices for products. And the empowerment of marginalized groups? In, that's increasing the social, economic and political power and rights of people and communities that have traditionally been excluded, discriminated against or disadvantaged in referred to as the empowerment of marginalized groups. This includes groups who have endured systemic oppression and discrimination, such as women, members of racial and ethnic minorities, people with disabilities, and others. So after saying this, Alba, could you talk about the criticisms that fair trade has? Yes, of course. So the method, according to fair trade brand critics, diverse income away from the poorest farmers and give them to corporate business, resulting in death and destitution. It appeared that just a small portion of the additional money paid by customers really reaches the farmers. Lastly, another criticism is that fair trade has limited impact. It only represents a small fraction of global trade, making it challenging for it to make a significant and long-lasting difference on the life of producers and their communities. Better, could you tell me what other alternatives are to fair trade? So one of the alternatives could be the Organic Trade Association. The Organic Trade Association is concerned with the organic business community in North America, from the farmers to the consu consumers and general public, with a name of safeguarding and promoting organic trade. Another alternative is Transfer USA. Transfer USA is a non-profit organization affiliated with the Fair Trade Leveling Organization International. It strives to empower farmers and farm workers by making investments in their operation and larger communities. The only independent organization in the USA that certifies fair trade goods is Transfer USA. So there are actually many different alternatives that fair trade absolutists can see. Joel, could you explain what this means? 
Yes, so the term fair trade absolutism refers to the idea that only fair trade is an acceptable way to conduct business and that all other types of trade are intrinsically immoral or unfair. Fair trade absolutists contend that only fair trade can guarantee that producers are paid fairly for their goods and are treated with respect and dignity. So I will have a question. So how does fair trade resolve or fail to resolve the social problems created by international trade? So by ensuring that producers are paid fairly for their good and are treated with respect, the fair trade movement aims to reduce some of the social issues that traditional trade has brought about. Fair trade enables producers to raise their level of life, invest in their communities, and earn a stable income. That's true. Fair trade, however, is not a perfect answer, and there are significant restrictions on how well it can address the social issues brought on by traditional trade. These restrictions include limited scope, certification challenges, market access, and dependence on the West. Despite these limitations, fair trade remains a crucial strategy for addressing the social issues brought on by traditional trade, and it has had tremendously positive effect for many farmers all over the world. So, Joel, do you think that fair trade is a long-term solution for the developing countries? Um, fair trade may or may not be a long-term solution for developing nations, depending on a number of variables. On one hand, fair trade has the potential to be a long-term solution for some developing countries since it gives producers a fair price for their goods and promotes the development of equitable and sustainable trade relations. This can encourage long-term economic growth and stability as well as local economic development. Fair trade, however, faces obstacles and constraints when used as a long-term solution, as were explained previously. Yes, you're right. I would like to say that fair trade has helped in empowering producers and building more enduring and equitable trading partnerships by offering a fair price and promoting respect and dignity, developing the world. So fair trade is helping people with lack of resources for a better life. Vera, could you say what other development strategies are available besides fair trade? So in addition to fair trade, there are other development strategies that can be used, such as microfinance, which provides individuals and small companies in developing nations without access to traditional banking institutions with microloans and other financial services. Also, aid and philanthropy, which provides immediate assistance to communities in need, including healthcare, education, and other essential services. Also, direct investment is also a development strategy that can help economic growth and raise living standards by bringing money and jobs to undeveloped nations. Lastly, the advocacy and campaigns help shape policy choices that have an impact on developing nations and increase public understanding of the development issues. Alba, do you think that fair trade is an effective approach to resolving social issues and poverty in the developing countries? 
So Fortress has the potential to be a successful strategy for addressing various social problems and poverty in developing countries. But it's not a magical cure and its effectiveness might be constrained by a number of reasons. Fairtrade guarantees that producers receive a fair price for their goods, which can help lift people out of poverty and raise their level of life. This is one of the key advantages of the system. Additional fair trade encourages sustainable and equitable trade ties, which can be aid in building stronger, more resilient local economies. So after saying this, we came to the end of this short podcast. Hope you enjoy and learn something today. Thank you for listening and thank you, Bert and Joel, for joining me. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Showtime.